welcome to this next podcast of Darn IT Podcast. Episode 8, Cyber Awareness Month. To all those who have or have not thought about this or have heard about this, it's a good topic to discuss in this podcast. So when it comes down to cyber awareness, there is a international month, which is in the month of October, where everything discussed this month would be about cyber awareness. So you're asking yourselves, well, why are we dedicated an entire month to this nonsense? Well, I wouldn't really call it nonsense, to be honest with you. However, we have to understand that this is an internationally recognized campaign. So this is not something that's isolated in Canada or in the United States or North America or Europe. This is an international campaign because the awareness needs to be kind of shoved down your throat, as you will, in terms of importance of cybersecurity. And this campaign, this international campaign is focused on helping everyone to be more secure while they're operating online, um, being informed and knowing some simple steps to protect themselves, um, their families and their their devices and workplaces alike. Um, really, the month is dedicated for everybody, business people, individuals and families alike to understand what it means to be cyber aware and the steps you can take to protect yourself and your business or your family. The biggest thing I get asked on an almost daily basis is how do cyber threats work? What is what is something that people would understand in terms of cyber threats? And the short answer is, well, there is no short answer. It's a pretty long convoluted answer, but let's just break it down. So a cyber threat is an activity that's intended to compromise the security of an information system, such as a computer, a network, a website, or social media page, you know, by altering the availability, integrity, or the confidentiality of a system and the information that it contains. These activities take place on the online space. So if I were to make this into an analogy, if you want to think about online space, think about a very, 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 very big room where all of us are talking and communicating to each other. So every single piece of technology is in this big room that we're all sharing and communicating. Uh, this really basically means that, you know, cyber threat actors can attack anybody, individuals or corporations alike. They really have different motivations, skill sets and capabilities, but the end result is always the same. Generally speaking, it has to do with money. At the end of everything, data is a greater resource than oil. So you're seeing a lot more threats and a lot more cyber crime rings pop up because these people and groups of people understand that there is money to be made in this industry. And the fact that's already over a $2 trillion industry, even to date, that there's lots of money to be made for vulnerabilities. Now, they basically, the threat actors aim to take advantage of your vulnerability, your low cybersecurity awareness and technological developments to gain unauthorized access to information systems in order to access or otherwise affect your data, devices, systems, and or networks. 
you know, even sometimes sophisticated um, threat actors can use less sophisticated means and use tools that are easily available online or the dark web because they know there's little effort on their part if they can compromise a hospital or a small business because they know that these tools will work quite effectively when a particular victim does not have the proper proactive measures in place to protect them. So really understanding how these cyber threats work is really a first step. And this first step in protecting yourself and most importantly, protecting your organization, because you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And that's pretty much the silver lining in our industry is that we really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, uh, which leaves a lot of us in the security industry on our seats. But next, you want to think about, well, we know how cyber threats work to most to the, to the most of the part here. How do the cyber threats affect you? Now, I want you to take this in consideration. Think about in the last 10 years of how much information you put online, you know, through your, your social media applications, through, um, you know, emails, your social interactions, your online interactions, whatever. Understand that the more information you put online, the more attractive you become from cyber criminals. And they realize that being online is inevitable. This is just a space where everyone is on today and it's unregulated to an extent. And you're putting out a lot of information that they can use against you. Your exposure to cyber threats increases with the growing number of your you know, internet connected devices, you know, such as your telephone, uh, home appliances, uh, thermostats, cars, tablets, internet of things alike. Now, as an individual, you may be a victim of cyber fraud and extortion attempts from cyber criminals. Um, they can use their cyber tools and social engineering to extort money that you may have or may not have. Um, because you're already a victim of a cyber incident. So that means your, your information's been locked up, your pictures, your documents, what have you, have been locked away. And um, some of the most commonly used tools are like adware, ransomware, denial of service, password cracking, um, credential stuffing, farming, phishing, malware, vishing, smishing, etc., so forth. And the good news is that even as a range of tools and techniques at the disposal of the threat actors continue as they continue to increase and get more sophisticated, um, the different tools and techniques at the disposal of businesses and organizations and individuals alike, you know, we as as people or Canadians especially can protect in the most sophisticated attacks or uh, or entry attempts in our organization or in our homes. So really, it comes down to making sure that you understand the threats and how these threats will affect you. And really, if it is individually or business, you have to understand that they're not the same as the next business. You're not the same as the next individual. You must look at your situation in a unique fashion so that you're able to identify some of the issues that may occur to your business or occur to you individually and make sure you have the right etiquette in terms of how you're releasing information online. Um, the last part to this is really how do you protect yourself online? Um, well, one thing I hear is a huge misconception uh, in terms of cybersecurity is that you have to be an expert. 
um, with these high-tech gizmos and gadgets and sophisticated tools at your disposal in order to protect yourself from cyber threats. Well, as funny as that is, no, it's not. Um, if it brings comfort to you, it's not like I'm sitting behind here today with you know the latest and greatest cybersecurity tools. You know, we do have the the latest and greatest cybersecurity tools, but these tools are available to anyone. It's not just people in the security field. You know, we're just as I always say, we're a bit more paranoid than the average bear. However, you know, we can we can use the same tools that you can use to protect both of us in terms of the growing threats from cybercrime. Like I said, you're able to adopt any sort of behaviors to protect you from the common cyber threats because it all comes down to the human firewall, which is inside your brain. Really, you have to understand certain things that may come to you in form of an email, a phone call, a text message, or or an email. You have to understand that sometimes you don't need to have the latest security device to be on top of your game. You know, sometimes, you know, the common sense is key in terms of being cyber aware and protecting yourself from these cyber threats. There are some steps that, you know, what I'm getting from the Canadian Center for Cybersecurity, develop the following steps uh, because they're very simple that anyone can use. You don't have to be a smart person or a smart technical person to, to utilize these things. This is literally a blanket solution to put you in the best situation against cybercrime. So number one, practice good password etiquette. Now, what does this mean? Don't use simple simple passwords, passwords that may contain your name, may contain your pet, family, relative, things you can find online through social media. Um, something very simplistic. Sophisticated passwords will really change the way that hackers could obtain access to it. And really it comes down to not using the same password for everything because I can almost guarantee the most people who are, majority of people who are listening to this actual podcast, I can almost guarantee you that you have the same password for a few websites, even though they may be slightly different with different characters or numbers or what have you, they're roughly the same, which means hackers can easily hack multitudes of accounts in a short amount of time by those different variants. So having good password etiquette means having complex individual passwords for each login uh, login credentials. Um, the one I would always recommend is sort of like a password manager. Get a password manager that can manage all these passwords because there's no way in heck you can remember 20 different unique passwords at any given moment. So understand that you have to utilize these password managers to help maintain A, your sanity, and B, all the passwords that you have for yourself and your businesses. Number two, accept updates to your mobile devices, computers, and applications. Now, this is a very big thing because a lot of people who don't have the updates for a specific patch, a security patch that's been released by Microsoft or Apple, for example, may put their business in greater risk or may put your own individual computers at risk by having out-of-date programs. The reason why these updates are sent to your mobile devices and your computers alike is because you need to make sure you have latest patches. Now, a lot of people also forget to update their routers. The routers is, once you set it, you forget it, but understand that routers come with its plethora of security issues and the manufacturers try their best to 
patch up these holes as this device is in the wild. And considering these things, these things are massively produced, it's always great to keep in mind that as you update your computer, you must also have to update your infrastructure or your your um, end infrastructure, which is your gateways or your or your routers. Number three, secure your social media and email accounts. Very important. Your social media and email has a trove of data that cyber criminals want access to. Making sure that you have a unique password for each of them and also setting up two-factor or multi-factor authentication on each account, which is generally supported by the major social media companies as well as major uh, email organizations that will keep your, your account secure from falling to the wrong hands. For example, if you lose your computer or if you um, have a simple password and some criminals trying to enter your email account, the the actual provider will realize that that login attempt is from a different IP address and will block the login attempt until they enter the password that's sent to your cell phone or use a multi-factor authenticator to insert the key or insert the code to allow access to your particular account. This is a very big deterrent for cyber criminals because they know that simply guessing a password may not all be the things that they expect to be and we'll move on to someone else who's a bit easier number four be on guard for phishing and spear phishing messages now spear phishing means the actual attempt against you and if you're a cfo or ceo or business owner or someone of importance gatekeeper no matter who you are what people will do is try to collect information about your organization through telephone calls, through emails, text messages, etc. And they're trying to get information from someone who's important. But at the same time, what they'll do is try to fool those people who are at a CFO level, for example, and try to extort money from that organization by claiming they're the bank or they're the CEO or something like that. So always be on guard in terms of some messages that may come in that may seem legitimate at first, but may actually have an ulterior motive in the end of it. Number five, store your data securely and know your backup procedures. Now, something I always say and have been quoted on at the Globe and Mail is back up your backups. Very important. And I say it so simply because it's very important to understand to know where your data is residing, but as well as having redundance in terms of knowing where your information is being stored. And as well as in the event of a disaster or a failure against your organization or your computer, that you will understand where your data is being stored and that it's stored in a redundant location so that you can have access to it in the event that your computer or your network goes down due to a virus, a ransomware or malware alike, at least will keep you on top of your game in terms of making sure you can restore your your data at a prompt manner after getting attacked from a threat actor. So that's the end of this podcast. I just want you to be aware that really Cybersecurity Awareness Month is very important. And the reason it's an international event is because it's an international problem. Everyone around the world is suffering the same issues in terms of the threats and really it comes down to as Canadians and North Americans that we must be very vigilant in terms of the crimes that are going against us and doesn't always exist on the computer 
I'll talk in another podcast about fraudulent phone calls um, and different threats that could affect your business or yourself individually. So keep that in mind while you are surfing the internet, when you are appreciating the computer or appreciating the internet itself, just understand that there are people out there who are looking to obtain your information at any cost. And we all know the stories that you hear on the news and you think all is lost. It is not. The problem with some of these bigger businesses is that they have a lot of information. They don't have proper policies and procedures. They don't have uh, backup restores or backup redundancy systems in place. And the very small things that can get them back up and running in a short amount of time, they're not taking any of that into consideration. And the unfortunate part is they're getting breached and our information is getting leaked out because of it. So take the first steps of yourself in your organization Become cyber aware, follow the numerous amount of inf amounts of information that's out there in Cyber Awareness Month in October 2019 and enjoy. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm your host, Darlene Gresson Jr., CTA of Darn IT Group. Look forward to seeing you guys next time. Take care.